Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. still getting ready for what i don't know it's one of those things to where you anytime you go out of the house you kind of gotta you gotta do it i said leaving the house is an adventure now right at your own risk you might not make it back (laughs) just going to my sister's house right um yo I might be a little tipsy, so. <laughs> well, lucky you. I um, I got one of those pre-mixed margarita things, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I've gone pretty in on those. So, don't know how this is about to be. So, yeah, you are warned. nice i have nothing yeah i got a little bottle of tequila too i'm gonna watch it on that i don't know how that's gonna end up um i don't really know you as a tequila drinker i'm not that's why i'm not gonna go in i had to switch from dark (laughs) man dark is like kicking my ass i think it's draining me (laughs) most definitely but I mean I can't do like vodka and shit so I was like man I'll try a little tequila but no yeah no fuck vodka I will never never I think it's because everybody starts on vodka so you have all your worst bad like drinking experiences at least when you're young on vodka. I want to know why that is. Why do we start on vodka? Is it cheaper than everything else? Yeah, and it's... Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cheaper than everything. I know for sure. But, I don't know. You can get a big-ass bottle of, of vodka for like $17. I never thought it was that big of a price difference from whatever other cheap liquor we were buying. It's so many cheap vodkas, though, that, like, I, ooh, a wrist of shit. I had so many bad experiences on that shit. Yeah. (laughs) That is, ooh, I haven't even seen a bottle of that in years. I would throw up if I probably saw a bottle of that. I haven't looked on the bottom shelf of any uh, liquor store I've been in lately. <laughs> but they gotta still make that shit though. Adulthood. Nah, man, I can't make the same mistakes I made when I was seventeen. <laughs> it's got to be some level of growth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
You have to put away childish things when you're a man. Amen, sister. <laughs> um, but yeah. Huh? I said, yeah. Like, I just can't fuck with that shit. Yo. Are you having, um, you doing tacos and stuff as well? Or yeah, typical? I, I actually just got tacos from that uh, Meridianville Mexican restaurant. They were dope. What'd you get? Uh, the taco ran something. They're almost like the tacos that they have at uh the taco truck. Like it's not cheese, it's just onions and cilantro with steak. Ugh, I do not like cilantro. I fucks with it. And of course I have uh rice and beans. A little yeah, something. I told my sister I was gonna make some tacos for them tonight. Taco Tuesday. But, uh, yeah. We gotta talk about, um, are we recording, quarter? Yeah, we are. We gotta talk about <clears throat> people not understanding the difference between quarantining and social distancing. Yes, we do. Um, like I've seen just so many and it's probably I know it's for clickbait, but like YouTube videos and stuff and like TikToks, they will title videos like, Oh, this is my quarantine shopping video. I'm like, Okay, if you're outside of your house, you're not quarantined. <laughs> right. Like you cannot quarantine grocery shop. You have to be at the grocery store to to shop. You're not quarantining if you're you're not at home. Yeah, um, I think we more or less just make quarantine mean the same thing as uh, social distancing. We're just putting it all together. We're not taking the yeah. textbook definition of any of this. Everybody is using quarantine as like a movement. <laughs> it's the <laughs> wave. I'm just like, ooh, y'all niggas need to read a book quarantine is the vibes I mean we make jokes about everything else our generation does and generation Z definitely too so it makes total sense that we would completely change the name from quarantine and then plus quarantine isn't that really just if you have it or you've been exposed to it and you're not leaving your house for 14 days right like that's that's you isolating yourself um, specifically and strategically. So yeah, but I mean, more or less, for the rest of our lives, we will refer to this period as the quarantine. Right. That's true. How, how does that make you feel? Like thinking ahead of time, like for the rest of our lives, these couple months are going to be like encapsulated. You know, it's crazy because I just felt like. We had seen all that we were going to see in our lifetimes as far as like crazy moments in history looking back for when we're older. But this is definitely going to be like top five. Oh, yeah. And then plus crazy shit keeps happening each month as we keep going on because now we have 
murder hornets. Right, like what the fuck? I, I I haven't read it yet, but I keep seeing the fucking articles and the headlines. I saw that they uh apparently they uh can kill people, but the way they do it is when they sting a person, they put out uh maybe a smell yeah so they can swarm i was like what that's crazy and then plus they uh kill bees also too so it's gonna have wide-ranging uh ecosystem effects by them being introduced into uh into america where where did they come from that i haven't i haven't really looked into it yet I was planning on looking into it, but I just ran out of time. They uh, come from uh, somewhere in Asia. Let me see if I can find Let's something. Asia got a bad rep. I know. At least they didn't come from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good year for Asia. They're going to have to rebrand after this. I know. They got to go super hard, and they were already going hard as fuck. Right, come out with some new shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need for them to go ahead and uh, do all the pesticidal shit that they need to do. Sorry to my organic people, but but that's gonna have rod ranging <laughs> effects on stuff too. <laughs> oh, we are doomed. <laughs> right, each month is just something. I keep thinking about that uh that tweet that I retweeted like in March, and it was like, man, how could this year get any worse? And then it said April, and it had the aliens. <laughs> and then we really did find out that aliens more or less exist <laughs> last right. month. Shit crazy, bro. What is this? This is a Twilight Zone. That's what it is at this point. The writers of America have started running out of ideas, so they're just throwing everything out. Next month, let's just introduce this. I think the aliens are the writers. Man, I don't think... I have a little bit more faith in uh, aliens than they, they just put this ghetto ass shit out here. Like, I think I got, they've, been, they've been wanting to torture us for so long. They're tired of our bullshit, just like everybody else. I think only humans can be as fed up with other humans as we are. I mean, the animals, of course. Like, the animals out here wild and they like, we about to take over your shit while y'all inside. <laughs> Literally. Like that one town, and I think it's somewhere in Europe where all those goats are just running rampant in the town. It's like, man, nature is striking back. They tired of our bullshit. Nature is they. They trying to take a championship ring home. I know, and they trying to get a banner in the uh, in the rafters. Twenty twelve is us. <laughs> They made it to the final four. They don't know what to do. Right. Let's run the score up on these niggas. Stop it if you can. <laughs> if you can. Breaking ankles. <laughs> Is Nick Saban running the uh, the nature team? Is like, yo, yo, stop it if you can. We can't oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we put numbers on the this board. Shit. This shit wild. So I think they come from Japan, where they have been known to kill up to 50 people a year in Japan, and has the potential to devastate U.S. bee populations, 
which have already been declining. Them things look r- crazy too. They're like two inches long. Ew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like super hornets. I already hate having like. I'm not afraid of bees and wasps, but they freak me out when they buzz near my ear. Like that's when I get creeped out. Yeah. I definitely am terrified of those. I've only been sung by a wasp because, I mean, bees are more or less like that top higher top of the hierarchy of flying insects. Bees are like the bad bitches. <clears throat> True. Bees sleep. Did you know that? That makes sense. Bees are so intelligent and smart. It makes total sense that they would sleep. Wasp are yeah. like... The, the, Wasp are like the ghetto cousins of bees. <laughs> they dirty. <laughs> they ain't got no purpose, really. Like, what do wasps do? Bees at least what make honey and shit. Right. Wasps don't even pollinate nothing. They just out here stinging and making dirt. Ghetto Being as fuck. Backing no- <laughs> up for no reason. Ratchet motherfuckers. What do hornets do? I think hornets are probably higher than wasps. Granted, I don't. I know nothing about nature, really. I'm just. This is all anecdotal. Um, only reason why I knew that bees sleep is because there was like this big ass bee outside of my apartment one time in college. And I was like freaked out because I thought it was going to move when I walked past it and it didn't. But the next morning it was gone. <laughs> so I Googled that shit. I was like, dude, I was like, was that bee just sleep? Was he resting? I was like, yeah, bees rest their wings for up to eight hours. And I was like, damn. And <laughs> B was like, girl, I ain't even worried about you. <laughs> right. Trying to get my beauty rest. I got honey to make. Man, bees gotta be the baddest bitches. Like, if you really think about it, they the prettiest ones. (laughs) True. They're the most regal because the queen bee be running shit, bro. Right. And she don't take shit from nobody. She be fucking niggas and they be dying. (laughs) The queen bee got hoes out here. She got a stable of bitches. <laughs> that would be a good transition into what we were going to talk about too. But I'm gonna wait till you set up. <laughs> I'm just going. Oh no, we could go ahead. I'm 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 in the zone now. Yo, speaking of bad bitches and queen bees, uh, Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter hopped on the Savage remix and bodied the fuck out of it. Oh, she hopped on all right. I mean, but are we surprised? Are we surprised? No, but yo, (laughs) she, it was so many different types of Beyonce on there. We had rapping Beyonce. You had a uh, sexy voice, Beyonce, when she's singing in her uh, natural, uh, deeper voice. 
And you had just, I know I'm that bitch, Beyonce, which she always brings. <laughs> and then she shouted out her mama. Uh-huh. Yo, I don't trust anybody, especially women that don't like Beyonce. Yeah, I don't understand. I've never understood. Like, with, like, they'd be like I mean, it's just self hate. Right. It's kind of like what Akeem says about like LeBron. If you don't like LeBron, you you don't like something about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about you as a person that is jealous of that man. And in this instance, it's something about you as a person that's jealous of Beyonce. Now, I can understand that, but I definitely get annoyed by LeBron's crybabiness during his games. But That's how you play the game, though. He is an individual who has done nothing wrong to anybody. And then plus, no harm. That's part of basketball, though. You got to cr- try to sell your calls so you can get to the line. Jordan used to do that a lot. But I feel you. If I wasn't a LeBron fan, shit would get on my nerves, yeah. too. I wasn't as aware of uh, basketball, though, when Jordan was, was out here thriving. I knew who he was, but I wouldn't know an actual basketball viewer right man older. man I'm loving all of that shit that's coming out with the last dance cause it's making me just fall in love it's like cause that's all our collective childhoods even if you didn't watch everybody knew the Bulls everybody knew who Michael Jordan was everybody knew who Scottie Pippen was Phil Jackson everybody that's just 90's culture yeah, still reminiscing. Um, very nostalgic. Speaking of which, like, how crazy do do you think it feels to have been like Meg, who grew up in Houston, of course is a huge Beyonce fan, and then in a matter of like her career was only like what two three years, like serious serious, she's got Beyonce yeah. on her already number one song. I mean. I'm honestly not surprised because to me, Meg is super talented and with her being a rapper and Beyonce kind of going more on the like rugged side of her, her whole demeanor lately, like when she jumped on um, or she put Nikki on feeling myself and, you know, bow down, like ever since Beyonce has done this whole I'm greedy and I'm grimy thing. It just makes sense that two Houston bad bitches would come together on one track. And Savage was already just so hot. Anyway, it was so hot that it burned out right like, super quick like somebody said uh i'm glad beyonce came to redignify uh <laughs> savage <laughs> right to reclaim it from the tiktokers because literally low-key that carol baskin version of it had kind of you may it almost made you forget that that was savage that carol yeah, but also understanding like why they did it too makes sense um Cause they were didn't say the proceeds are going to some of the COVID relief. Yeah. Um, 
it also just makes sense for them to do it and for her to reference TikTok with the whole um, like savage dance routine being as popular. Like it's just, that's that's just a Beyonce move. Like I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what parts of the song did Jay Z write? Because he 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 is listed as a writer. I mean, you can't be yeah, married to you can't be married to the greatest rapper of all time and not get some bars off that nigga. Hell no! Like y'all that chilling in the nice. house, like boo. What what goes here? And then Hove getting his whole mode, like, all right, that's why I fucks with you, nigga. We gonna fuck these <laughs> niggas up. <laughs> uh, um, the other, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm glad. I'm glad it happened when it did, though. Like, right. The other, we need that. Yeah, we definitely did. We needed a pick me up. Now we. The other crazy thing is Meg The Stallion is one of the only people on earth that could ever get the line like Beyonce, like me, and it actually worked. Cause it's like, yeah, she like me, <laughs> like me, <laughs> like Beyonce, like me. Like she stole that Webby line and made it about her, and I was like, "Yes, boo, get it." All right. He said he want a bitch like the stallion with the knees, and some people were saying like, "Well, Beyonce don't have Meg the stallion knees," and I'm like, "Y'all don't be paying attention to older Beyonce and even most recent Beyonce. Like Beyonce be out here squatting and twerking. What you mean? Right. That's all she do." <laughs> Beyonce is one of the greatest like athletes of all time. And her choreography is She's like definitely top ten athlete of all time. <laughs> I knew that when she did single ladies. Beyonce has been known. When she did single ladies at the BMAs that year, that Kanye wild out, and she was in uh six inch heels and did the dance alone, man, that that's like that's Hall of Fame. She has been known to for shaking her ass for long enough now. I think we need to quit playing. <laughs> right. You're Folks like, need to quit hating. Once again, it's just some hater shit. That's what that is. Right. It's your own insecurities that make you hate bad bitches. And who wouldn't want to be Beyonce? She literally, like a queen bee, hangs out with bad bitches all day doing dope shit Married to the greatest rapper alive, got three bomb ass kids. Right. One of them who, uh, prospectively, might be running her career right now. Bro, that's so funny that Blue Ivy is the manager of Beyonce, bro. Like, like, yo, Mama, you got to put bro, this shit out now. <laughs> she, she might be much as she been growing up around them niggas making music. She probably very well puts her input in on all the stuff that they create. Right. It's gotta and be. She's already, she's already such an articulate like kid. Yeah. It's gotta be crazy to just think you're married like your parents are Jay-Z and fucking Beyonce. That shit's crazy. Yes. It's Honestly, unfathomable. I'm just here everything. The only thing close to that is your daddy is Barack Obama. Your mama is Michelle Obama. Right. <laughs> That's the only thing close to it. 
It's like, yo, you were just out here. You a legend. But it's been a lot of really good music lately. This came out. uh, You listen to that Drake album? I have been riding to that shit. That shit is dope as fuck. Like, I know a lot of it was had already came out, but the stuff that already came out was he was bodying like that freestyle in Chicago and then the one where he rapped mm-hmm. over uh Song Cry. Like Um, I haven't listened to the whole thing. I've only heard some songs off of this like playlist that I've been listening to. Like if you listen to it as a whole, it flows very well and if he's just testing out stuff for the album that's going to come out this summer, yo, he's about to be in the zone. It reminds me of, uh, if you're reading this, you're too, like, whatever it was called. <laughs> if you're reading this. Yeah, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Drake really be out here with the albums. Yeah. Now, speaking of that Drake shit, uh, shout out to Jumpman Z on uh, Twitter and Instagram and shout out to his uh, finance stuff with Young Income because that shit is dope but until today I didn't know this one thing about Tootsie Slot he was like is Tootsie Slot about a drive by and I was like oh my god it is about a drive by um, see, I'm not a hood nigga enough to be able to pick up on none of it. Like, really, the main thing is to listen to the whole song outside of TikTok. Because then you can really pay attention. Okay, here it is. Then I hit a spin. Then I hit a spin because we spun their block a couple times. If it's not the right time, then another... Then there'll always be another time. I'm not even tripping. We'll just see him in the summertime. Can't describe the pressure I be putting on myself. Really, I just can't afford to lose nobody else. If they moving shaky, we'll just do this shit ourselves. If I'm moving shaky, Chubbs will do this shit himself. Solo niggas on the yellow for real. Heard a lot about you, but... Don't know for real. Next time, guarantee the truth to get revealed. Oh, sheesh, yeah. See, I was listening to all that, but I wasn't even thinking about none of that. Me neither. Like, it was just like, oh, Drake's getting into his, uh, he's gonna prove somebody wrong. You know, Drake's getting his bad bitch shit. (laughs) He out here hiding in point of sight. And you know, and then that was the whole thing about uh, um, Sicko Mode. Yeah. Because, you know, that second verse that Drake's on, he's talking about that drive-by shit, too. And he, that's the, the Kanye diss. Oh, yeah. So is he still talking about Kanye? That's what I'm wondering. Because they... Oh, wow. Because it gets on Kanye's nerves. And that shit is funny. Them niggas can't be still beefing today. Can't be. I mean, they say uh, Kanye hates Drake, so it makes sense. Kanye gotta let that hurt go. 
This is Kanye West, though. He never lets the hurt go. This is true. He wouldn't be Kanye if he let the hurt go. Kanye with rational feelings? This is true. But yeah, we got that. Drake, um, the Strokes album. I've been listening to a lot. Um, West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. I've been listening to that a whole bunch. Uh, I still haven't gotten around to the weekend. I've been slacking on all the new music. I haven't finished listening to the baby. I haven't finished listening to the weekend. Um, I haven't finished listening to JoJo's new album. I haven't listened to that either. Some of that R, uh, some of the R and B shit. I'm kind of just, I don't know. I don't have any feelings attached to anybody, so like, I'm just like, I'm good, bro. I'm not gonna listen to some sappy ass love songs. Thinking about somebody from the past <laughs> won't get me in the quarantine. I mean, yeah, no, same here, but we've been waiting on an album, like a full album from JoJo for a while, so I think that's part of the reason why people have been so hyped, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's going to be hard for JoJo to catch up, even though she has an amazing voice and she is so talented, because she was gone for so long, she still doesn't have, like, she still is not developed as an artist right now. Like we still are trying to figure out who she is as an adult and who she is as a singer. Right. So when she puts out this stuff, like piece by piece, we're trying to make it fit into something. So when there's a long period of time between her artwork, it's like, okay, we still are trying to figure out who you are. What is going on? Also, um, she more or less has became like a, uh, the uh, the cover girl, like she does covers and she bodies the covers, but original yeah. work she doesn't do a lot of it or hasn't presented it to yeah. us. Yeah, yo, we I need want to... her. To, uh, I want her to develop her her sound, develop her aesthetic, and all that. Get back to herself, which is which I know it's got to be hard after like something as shady as what she went through with her Label. company. Yo, the Hankersons are wild as fuck, bro. Like, Who? Aaliyah's uncle, that's the company, that's the record label. Oh, okay. Black Ground. And you know, they still be bullshitting because Aaliyah's shit ain't on uh, streaming. Yeah, I know. It's very hard to, it's only, it's a couple of her songs on Apple Music, but like uh what's the one that was on next Friday? Be without you? That's one of the only ones. Yeah. I think uh Are You That Somebody? And then of course Some, I think AJ nothing but a number's on there. Some of the hits are on there like um it's one more it's like she has maybe like six or seven of her singles on there, but that's it. We gotta get uh one in a million on there. That whole album, that's the wave. And a lot more stuff from, um, what's the album with Rock the Boat? Aaliyah, self-titled. That's it. Yeah. 
My sister loved Aaliyah. I mean, all the girls of that generation and after loved Aaliyah. We. That's why it's tons of uh, eighteen-year-olds walk around here named Aaliyah. <laughs> it's tons of eighteen <laughs> and under. <laughs> Eight, 18 to 25. It's a lot of Aaliyahs from 18 to 25. That is a beautiful name, though. Arabic yeah. names go hard, though. True. Um, I wonder what... Um, who do you think Aaliyah would be dating if she was still alive? Because I don't think she would still be with Damon Dash. She'd be some hood nigga. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, probably, it'll probably be Drake because his obsession with her she would. I don't know. She. I don't think Aaliyah would give Drake time of day though. He'd be at no, her neck know. though. I think so. Drake be doing such weird shit that you forget that he's good looking. So you be like, man, Drake's, yeah. you be like, Drake's lame ass. He ain't gonna fucking get nobody. Like he couldn't get every bitch in the fucking world. <laughs> be like, Drake, what are you, why are you doing this? You don't have to be this person. I think that's what it is. Like, he's so extra, and he doesn't have to be. But I think that's part of, like, when you have a glow-up. Like, when you go from being, like, that lame nigga to being that nigga, sometimes that corniness doesn't rub off. His uh, his mindset has not... uh has not developed with his uh, outer glow-up. I've seen uh, Joe Button say this before, so it's about to be trash. But <laughs> like he said, like the niggas that didn't get girls when they glow up, they still are doing that type of stuff. And it's because they were like, when I get on, I'm going to get with all these chicks. So I think that's what a lot of dudes or former nerds do. At one time in my life, if I had ever got on, yeah, I was about to be out here doing the most. I can see that. I can see that. Oh, yeah. I almost did that shit a couple months ago. <laughs> right. It don't take shit, man. That hurt is still inside. But it's, It looked good to you on paper. Yeah, and then you start doing shit, and you're like, man, this, I can't sleep at night. <laughs> but Drake's still out here. Drake is... Uh, Drake is uh, living every uh, nerd's dreams, but the so one- is he is he, is he with the baby mama or no? Uh uh-uh. uh, I think that was uh, just a a smash and pass situation. It was a one and done. Yeah. And now we got a son. Yeah. Bars. Bars, nigga. <laughs> Drake. I feel like Drake is one of those dudes that if he ever does get married, it's gonna be like. She gonna have to be like checklist shit. If not, he just gonna be single for the rest of his life. And I don't really blame him. I mean, most of these rappers do be single for <laughs> majority of their lives. Like if I was that if I was Drake level big, I don't know if I'd ever get married. Why not? Because like it's just you don't think you could trust anybody yeah you you really can't at that level it would it would take somebody having you know like how he always said the thing about like rihanna he wanted to have kids with rihanna it had to be somebody like that 
Yeah, like what if he started dating somebody and they were like serious for a decade? Then yeah. Now me, I I'm a hopeless romantic, so I would, but I'm also a simp, so <laughs> I I would probably get married, and then that bitch would take everything from me, and then I'd be making <laughs> sad ass songs, getting in my bag. <laughs> I need for y'all to define simp. I've seen it thrown around a lot. The old school definition of a simp was just somebody that's trying to uh, appease women by mm-hmm. uh, not being genuine or trying to get attention. These new niggas be throwing that shit around for anybody that uh, doesn't be on the same machismo bullshit they on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. We just kind of got off on a little tangent. <laughs> I know. Start talking about Drake uh, going after Aaliyah. Would that ever happen? Like that could actually happen. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Drake. But I mean, it's just so, he's so in love with her. It's very apparent. But he also has a couple of people like that, like Sade. He has, uh, he wanted to get a Celine Dion tattoo. And she said, no, please don't do that. <laughs> oh, wow. Drake, please calm down. Drake be out here wild, bro. The funniest shit is that time that Madonna came on stage and tongue kissed him, and then he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Ew. Blah, 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 blah. What I'm about to Gross. say is gonna sound. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Hey, bro, you kind of. It's certain people. You kind of got to do it for the culture. You think you should have did it for Madonna and her old ass, nasty ass tongue? Bro, it's a it's a lot it's been a lot of legendary people up in those guts. <laughs> but Madonna's old and she looks old and she's starting to age and I just feel like Ooh, I feel like her tongue had to be so nasty. <laughs> oh, if her it was. But I mean you gotta get on that man, it's a lot of legendary dudes on that list. <laughs> you got Basquiat. No. You got uh, Tupac. You got uh, Dennis Rodman. You got Vanilla Ice. You got uh, Big Daddy Kane. I mean, I guess. Who else is it? I guess. You got some Hall of Famers. (laughs) I mean, she does. But that shit's probably still disgusting. If Stevie Wonder tried to tongue me down, I would be... (laughs) Very much repulsed. <laughs> he went to see me wonder. <laughs> I just had to think of another like legendary older person. Stevie Wonder tugged me down. <laughs> <laughs> or even or even Jay Z. He's closer to Madonna's age. I still would be like, sir. Um, interesting thing. Uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, and Madonna were all born in the same year. 1958. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know if I could date 
or I've been getting hit on a lot by a lot of older women lately. I don't know. If you've, I, been saying, you've, been, you've been saying it for a while, though. I don't think it's lately. I don't know. It's been picking up. I don't know if the quarantine getting to these bitches or not, but uh, <laughs> they are thirsty. Old women don't ma- uh, mind shooting a shot. They don't give a fuck. Oh, oh no, they don't got nothing to lose. They don't got nothing to lose at this point. Right, like what you gonna you gonna turn me down? Hell, you might take me up on the offer. See, that's my mindset, and I'm 31, so I'm just I'm gonna be reckless by the time. <laughs> by the time I'm a, a real cougar. <laughs> like, tell your daddy, I said. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that today. What you mean? <laughs> What you mean? Out here trying to get on these cubs and kittens. (laughs) (laughs) Cool cats. Hey, cool cats and kittens. But nah, man. Like, women be wild, bro. Like, y'all be explicit as fuck, too, when y'all shoot y'all shot. Y'all don't be beating around the bush, nothing. Be like, yo, my man. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what's up? That, yes, that shit can be intimidating though. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, oh shit. Probably, but I don't care. <laughs> you gonna keep doing it. You gotta keep doing it. Again, you, you gonna keep doing it. You gonna keep street harassing these young men. Yo, my man. You know what? Might as well. I feel you, bro. Y'all, well. y'all can do that. It's y'all era. We've had uh, thousands of years of street harassment. I guess it's only right that y'all get a couple of these years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's nothing but reciprocal, reciprocal uh, retribution. I don't know, man. Street harassment, street harassment. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> Speaking of the harassment, let's talk about Fuckboy Twitter. <laughs> okay. Shit. Oh, I guess we can st- do it the way we could talk about DVSN's album and then go from there. Wow. You actually say DVSN? I've never heard anybody say that. It's the best way for me to remember. <laughs> if I say division, that can go tons of different ways. Plus, I don't respect these niggas that uh be just changing words and, <laughs> <laughs> and be like, Illuminati spelling. Yeah, just just call it's pronounced. Nah, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> you got big bold letters. I'ma fucking spell that shit out. Man, who started that whole like changing vowels to like either taking out vowels or change, flip, making the A a V and like who? The Romans. Who <laughs> <laughs> History nerd. <laughs> but no, uh, the first person I think of is The Weeknd. Oh yeah, he did. Well, but he still wasn't like Flipping his letters and stuff. I mean, he did take that E out. And then at first, remember when he first started, everybody thought it was a collective. They didn't know it was just one nigga. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's yeah. just like I didn't know division was two niggas for the longest. Yeah. But um, so I that's another one of those albums I've been listening to a lot of lately. And Division? Yeah. Okay. Division. Okay. So like the music I I'm rocking with the music of it, but like I've gotten to the point now to where I guess I had stopped listening to lyrics in like new music. Okay. I said you heard some new things in this division album then, huh? I mean not like I knew it was gonna be like on some I knew the theme was gonna be like a breakup or whatever. And I was listening to it. And then it was just like I knew it was telling the story of like you break up with somebody and then you're going out and then you eventually reconnect with them. But it was just some of the lines and stuff were just so weird. And then like the first like what'd you say? Yes. That whole uh second song, the one with Party Next Door, is kinda weird. Uh, is that, which is that the still preferred song or is it the third one? That's the third one. It's the one where he's uh, okay. I should stop listening to my friends. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's all this like, it's all this like conditioning shit that we just taught is what is in a relationship, and an yeah. unhealthy relationship at that. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy, like, for these times, because we've been, so much conversation has been had around, like, breaking these toxic traditions. Right, and just in the middle of this shit, you're going to drop a a toxic, torrid romance love note? (laughs) Like, just be like, yeah, this is the wave we're going back to, but I know the fuck we're not. But like the whole album is yeah. is amused in her feelings, which also, yeah, you can go tons of different ways with that. True. But the way when I first saw that it was titled "Amusing Her Feelings," I felt like they were just gonna have way more like female features. And they really didn't, which is kind of weirder. They didn't. They had snow and um. What's the girl in the end that she killed it? Yeah. So just two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like it's another one. Oh, uh, what's her name? Summer Walker. Oh, Summer Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would think, like, if you're telling the story from a female's point, I hate saying female, but a woman's Same. point of view, <laughs> you would think that you would have more women as the voices of said muse. But exactly in true uh fashion of most people that have muses, you don't you ain't worried about what the woman actually thinks. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about that shit. It, that's, that is in true American fashion. What you mean? It's Western civilization, more or less. We've treated muses as objects. Which no one has ever cared about what women think or feel or have to say yeah and it's just the idea like 
It's just so ridiculous to me be like, I'm going to tell you how a woman thinks. Get the right. fuck out of here. And I'm making this uh and to me, I'm just like if you're gonna if you're gonna attack this from this point of view, then I feel like this that means that you should be way better in these romantic relationships. <laughs> right. And clearly based on said evidence in this work, I don't think you're that <laughs> which I like the way it started off, like when I was first listening to it. I was like, okay, so I guess this is from the man's point of view, and it wasn't. Yeah, it just was not. I think the issue just wasn't uh, titled properly. That's what it was. I don't feel like it was, I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to listen to it more, and I do have songs I like. Like, I like that friend song, but it's just, like... The lyrics are friends telling me I'm crazy, that I'm wasting time with you. You'll never be mine. That's not the way I see it. Because you're mine when you're with me. That sits with me fine. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Ooh, I give it a five out of ten stars. Really, honestly and truly, there was like three songs that I liked, and I can't even really even remember the names right now. <laughs> the one song that I love and I hate that I love it is No Crying. Because, like, I put it on Instagram. I was like, okay, so it's like, I can't tell if it's a fuckboy anthem or a woman empowerment song. <laughs> and Jazz was like, both of them. <laughs> both of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of this album is. It's like, what is this? Is this. <laughs> it's like a girl <laughs> album for guys. Yeah, like, who is this supposed to be for exactly? Like, it's just, I don't know. But, uh, man, that nigga Future dropped some of the most toxic bars, but that shit was hitting, though. I ain't even gonna lie. And I I don't know. I just don't understand anymore. Like, the Future shit was... I don't have a problem with the idea of Future being toxic. It's just all these people who want to be quote-unquote Future toxic. That's the yeah. problem. But see, that's the problem with future being toxic. <laughs> but that is the problem. But to me, the difference between like futures toxicity and these little niggas on the internet being toxic is future is a womanizer. And future right. future wouldn't do some of the shit that these niggas think future would do because he's a womanizer he's not trying to just do this to all women but he clearly has like people he considers hoes and then people who he considers his partners and stuff like normal people normal toxic niggas (laughs) these new niggas are essentially incels 
who hate women and like to see women embarrassed. But, I mean, that influence is something that happens all the time. It's always broke niggas who think that they can do the exact same things that these rich niggas rap about. Now, at the same time, there are a lot of broke niggas doing that shit and women are letting them slide on it. This is true, too. Like, it's a two-way streak with that shit. Like, I be joking with uh, people. I be like, yo, if I quit my job today, I lost my truck and I lost my house, I could have a woman tomorrow. Women be loving a project. (laughs) But so do men. Like, I don't know. It's like both sides of the coin. Everybody's just, like, so into this crazy, toxic love. Like, we didn't romanticize it way too much. Yeah. Totally. I think, but I think each person has to realize what are the things that are toxic to them that they don't want in their lives. And what are the things they're attracted to that are toxic? Yeah. Like, for for me, I be chasing after people that are not emotionally invested in me. And made it obvious. In a winning attempt, I'll try to just win them over. I have to run from that because I know that about myself now. I can accept that. Mm-hmm. And so the issue is to address whatever issues come with uh, that. So like with these young niggas who think like that little uh, what's that little TJ that dude that uh, yeah he's the one that was on uh twitter the last couple of days he had flew that girl out and then he didn't uh f- want to give her money to fly back out yeah and then he was the other day he was talking about he had fucked somebody's baby mama and the in the room it was some fucked up shit i didn't want to investigate <laughs> it's just like when i saw the show like nope not gonna even want to know what's going on with that what is going on with these niggas today, bro? And then, like, niggas like DJ Academics were cheering that shit on and be like, oh, he's a, uh, the demon uh, time champ. I fucking hate DJ Academics, too. Yeah, Academics so lame. It's because... All right. But, man. Gross. But, yeah, DJ Academics be out here acting like a fucking child. Acting like he ain't never... Seen a woman naked. <laughs> he probably hasn't. Oh, no. He just seen him naked before. He just thirsty. But this dude, like when uh, Kylie Jenner had that uh, picture the other day. And then uh, he was like, uh, what did he say? Oh, uh, forget OnlyFans. I don't need that. Like, she didn't... Uh, she didn't do it. Oh, for- yeah. Saw that. It's like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> when he addressed everybody, what did he say? Bros. Yeah. What did he Broskies. Broskies. Nigga. <laughs> if you don't take your little super badass on, what? <laughs> your lame ass, bruh. Like, Broskies. What the fuck? 
Like, I don't know how much younger he is than me. Let me see how old Academics is. Because if he my age, I'm about to roast the fuck out of him. I'm going to guess I mean, he's about he's 26. Not, definitely close. He's 28. Yeah, I was going to guess like 27. So he's about to be 29 in two weeks. Bro. Uh, When we were growing up, lame niggas shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you were lame, you just chill. You just like you could be lame and you could Why be with you? cool. What, what, is there some idea that uh got lame niggas on a high? Oh yeah, because like before you you could get checked for that shit. Like you could be a lame nigga back in the day. Oh my god, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> you could be a lame nigga back in the day in a group of cool niggas and you just shut your fucking mouth and nobody fucking know. Like you have that one thing that you are good at or that one thing that you really know. Like for instance, uh hip hop. If you know a lot about hip hop, <laughs> you know you know a lot about history or something. You just pick your lane and you shut the fuck up with your lame ass. This nigga think that he cool because he know a little bit about something. And and that's not how this shit works. And then plus... Yeah, but he also, he also found a way to become famous, though. Yeah, a lot of it was because he was doing that Chirac shit where he was just exploiting the fuck out of uh, Chicago. That's why when Big Minson went up there and threatened to kick his ass, that shit was funny as fuck. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. Only thing I ever know academics for was that awkward-ass interview with Migos. <laughs> Did it look like I was left off bad and bougie? Huh? Does it look like I was left off bad and bougie? Huh? <laughs> that was iconic. <laughs> Yo, Joe Budden really almost got jumped by them niggas, and that shit is funny as fuck. That's like one of those like epic uh, moments in history. The night that Migos almost jumped Joe Budden in academics. And Julio Jones was in the background. <laughs> we all thought we were about to witness a fight on the carpet. That shit is legend. Um, But yeah, so it's this niggas out here cheering on this fake toxic shit. And then it's also all these lame dudes trying to be on demon time. Yo, you be making the most noise in the world, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? Just what are my thoughts on future memes in general? Or are other people starting to say future memes are lame? No, like, uh, I think we both retweeted it when that person was talking about how cheesy and corny it was. And just about how these little dudes are still like just like pretty much how the people that are using that stuff online are pretty much just black incels. I don't want. I don't want to say that. <laughs> I don't want to go as far as to say that. Why not? Um, I don't. Think, I don't think it's that deep. I think it's just another. I think it's just another trend um, 
that people are jumping on because they think it's cute. Like girls doing that toxic shit too. It's not necessarily girls that uh, are incels or outcasted girls. It's because this shit is made to seem like it's cool. Like certain big demographic too, because you know, it's not a whole lot of people older than 30 that are buying into um, this future meme shit as much as like these 18 year olds are. And I don't want to, I don't want to call 18 year olds incels because I mean, honestly, 18 probably have just started having sex if at all, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's not due to anything other than you just young as hell. Yeah, but, but the thing about the incel thing is those are the people that are targeted for their movement. The people that don't understand just how complex sex and other things are and haven't shed it some of that uh, youthful uh, machismo and that it's all about being a real man and all this other stuff because mm-hmm. some of those people that don't identify with that feel like they're being attacked and that's where I get to the, like the incel thing so there are very much people online using it the way that incels use some of these other memes that's why that's why I connected it to I mean yeah I see that um I see that a lot, but the reason why I say I don't think it's specifically incels, incel type shit is because future is out here fucking. (laughs) (laughs) And if they're trying to equate themselves to future or equate their behaviors to futures, I don't necessarily see this whole group of people being people who are not fucking. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying necessarily future. I'm talking about what future represents to people. Um, I'm just, I'm sick of it. I wish people would really honestly start thinking for themselves. I'm tired of the internet. <laughs> Shit takes off like way too quickly. Nobody really has time to do research or even wants to research on anything anymore. Like that's just part of the toxic part of the internet which we said we were going to talk about too um it's just stupid it's stupid like it's the internet is giving a lot of strength to dangerous things yeah and these types of these types of mindsets is specifically um dealing with future are things that lead to women being raped and beaten and killed. Um, And people really be believing that they are valid in doing these things because of the internet and other reinforcements that they've had. But that goes along with the incel idea because the extreme incel idea is that I'm not getting, I'm not having sex and I deserve sex because women are choosing 
their term is chads. But in this sense, it'd be like the fuck boys. Women are choosing the fuck boys, and then that's why I deserve sex. And that's when it gets to the you deserve to rape women and all that other type of shit. It's a slippery slope. And then when you start believing this shit, that's when it you start doing a lot of fucked up shit. And these young yeah. niggas don't understand. A lot of like people our age were using it like future memes as a joke. Like understood that we don't actually mean this shit. It's just like the Umar jokes. Mm-hmm. But it makes me nervous about these younger dudes because they're in peak fuckboyism, and that can lead you down a dangerous path. Thinking this shit is funny. Yeah, I hate the internet. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> it's too much. I hate- period. Like that's my whole that's my whole conclusion on all of it. Is I'm just tired. I'm sick of the internet. I want to do what you can do right now. So you just gotta trust the process. Keep your head. Keep it positive. That's the other thing that, like, when. Like going to work still and going with only a small group of people, it just is still isolating. Like this is just a crazy time to be alive. Like this shit, like this shit is wild as fuck. Hopefully, I have kids and grandkids one day, and I'll be like, "Yo, the year I was thirty-one, there was some wild shit going on." <laughs> Somehow I met your mother in all of this shit. <laughs> uh, right. On a dating app. Right. He's like, so what y'all do in y'all first date? Well, the world was burning. So I uh had a uh online date on Zoom. What Zoom? What's this old shit? Like, man, you don't worry about it. I was in my house, she was in her house. <laughs> and we're asking what each other's favorite yeah. colors are. <laughs> this shit's only going to get crazier, though. Like, I know we, I feel like we say this every week, but just the way things are happening now and how things are slowly, quote unquote, opening back up, it's just like, bro. We're at 70,000 people. Y'all doing it. 70,000 people have died. Y'all are doing it the most yeah i think they said um it was in i don't know if it was georgia total or was it atlanta specifically but apparently the day that they opened atlanta back up there was like a thousand new cases or some shit yeah like it's about to be the death rate's about to rise by double and everybody's opening up hell even california is planning on starting to open up later this week I I mean the fact that they never even closed the airports is alarming also yeah bro it's about to be bad and people are really trying to act like it's I don't know we all like we joked before this shit that everybody needs therapy we are all collectively gonna need fucking therapy after this shit 
like heavy duty therapy. I mean, for a lot of people, this is therapy. Yeah, but for a lot of people, this has been. Do you? I mean, yeah, people are definitely going to need help. It's going to be a lot of, lot of things that stem from this agoraphobia. Yeah. Uh. Just social anxiety. Like I guess um, the, the easiest way to ask is because you, I, I more or less have gone out the house every day. For you, do you think it's been therapy? Um, it has. Yeah, I mean, like you definitely have time to learn about yourself. <laughs> um. It, I mean, it has been therapeutic, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's been therapy. It, it definitely not saying that this can replace. You know, what I'm saying having a one-on-one session with somebody who's a professional. Right. But I'm just saying that this is definitely going to open up a lot of people's eyes about things. More or less, um, the world just shut down one day. And then thousands of people just started dying. And life isn't going to be normal. I think we're still fighting that. And all these governors and elected officials are trying to act like we can wheel this shit into it being a... Uh, everything will be just back to normal if we open up. No, nothing's going to be back to normal. The world changed in a way that I don't think we have even started to see how much has changed. Like, just think about all these kids out here. Like, their world's going to be completely different. How do you go back to school next year knowing that hundreds of thousands of people died from being in rooms like that? You're seven, eight years old. Or really even, like, smaller kids who... Or have developed an attachment to their parents now because that's all they've known day in and day out. Like my nephew has been way more clingy to my sister mm-hmm. than he was when he was going to uh, going to school every day. Yeah, like my niece is so attached to my mom now because my mom's been keeping her because she's a teacher. Or hell, Cooper's more attached to me now. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's so wide ranging that I think people are going to have a hard time going, like dealing with it. Like for me personally, as a person that has anxiety and social anxiety anyways, the idea that a stranger could kill me is so fucking scary to me. Did you say the idea that a straight person could kill you? A stranger. A stranger. A straight person. The way it. that this, the way that this cuts out, it is making your audio hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's crazy, bro. Like that's why I just, I just can't understand the amount of people who are willing to go out into this shit, like going to the beaches and shit, like. I just don't. 
I don't see it. You cannot, this is another thing too, is like with these people who think that they can go and do these things where there's going to be lots of people in masses, but still think that they're going to be able to socially distance. Like as much as you want to say that, oh, I'm still going to be responsible and do this. I'll make sure to be this many feet away from whoever. If it's thousands of people at the spot and you pull up, how are you going to do that? Right. You can't. How are you going to do that? Like, you cannot socially distance yourself in a large crowd of people. You just cannot. There is no way that you're going to be able to keep your six feet distance away from every single person out there at all times. There's just no way. And that is the issue. That is the problem. Right. <laughs> that is why people are getting infected so quickly and so easily is because everybody's coming in close contact with people who are infected. And because then, they have decided to go out and be in these situations. And the other thing I, is people don't realize that what asymptomatic <laughs> is. That means you're not showing any symptoms. So you don't know if you're sick. So you're not wearing the mask to uh, make sure you don't get sick. You're wearing the mask to make sure other people don't get sick. But we're so fucking selfish and yeah, stupid no. that we're just like, oh, wearing a mask isn't going to stop you from getting sick. No, dumb motherfucker. Everybody wearing masks is going to stop all of us from getting sick. If we're going to have to be around each other, we need to be wearing masks. Like, right. Period. Like, uh, when they open up, then it must be okay like no they don't care about y'all <laughs> they care about money right they open it and bees and all that other shit they, they don't care about y'all no they don't even care about little small businesses they only care about making money for their they little friends and stuff that's who they worried about like they don't give a fuck about us like, it's an old George Carlin uh, stand-up where he's talking about they don't give a fuck about you. They, like, the owners of this country, the true owners of this country, have long since sold all of us off. And we're seeing this shit now. Like, you gotta be stupid as fuck to be cheering on capitalism in a time like this. We need to open up for the economy so we can save the country from... Man, this country's fucked. That's why I'm saying that I really am sick of the internet and I wish people would start thinking for themselves again because you can't think that it's it's kind of like this whole thing is kind of like having a parent that you're trying really hard to respect but you know that they're wrong. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. But you can't really do much because they have authority over you this is what this is right now like our governors and and the cdc are basically on two different wavelengths um and now it's kind of making it's it's putting it in a situation where people are just kind of able to um do whatever they want to do it's like this is what we go which whatever side that you believe in more 
and that's dangerous because Very. when people are fed up with being at home, which all of us were fed up after two weeks, <laughs> <laughs> right? When people are fed up with being at home, they are way more likely to choose the dangerous side of things, right? Than the safer side of things, right? Because um, it... that's what the, that's what this whole thing has been it's just like here's this person telling me this thing that is you know above me and they're governing me but it's not really the best decision for me but this is what i think for yourself they're telling you this but they're completely wrong like why would you think that it was like that things are really back to normal like, motherfucker, shit's been closed for a month and a half. Do you think things are going to go back to normal? Now, I will say, niggas was fighting over Jordans on Saturday in the mall. That's some normal-ass yeah. shit. I heard about that. And... Didn't see the footage, but I definitely heard about it. I saw it on Facebook. And the other thing that just is so stupid about it is those Jordans didn't sell out. Because I texted you, I was like, I might get these shits that night. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. They ended up. My friend Josh tried to get them too, and his order got canceled. So even if you did think you had them, you probably still didn't have them. Right. Well, you had to uh, wait till it uh, shipped for you to know. But I don't know, man. It's just. I'm just tired of stupid people. Like, it's really draining me. <laughs> yes, it is very annoying. Listening to a lot of my mama's conversations, I just be like, bruh, <laughs> get me out of here. And then what I hate, too, is like a lot of it you can tell is just like repeated language that she's heard somewhere else. Yeah. And and that she it, it's just like that it's literally the epitome of conspiracy theories. <laughs> totally. And how they spread. I just it it is funny that like because I I've been hearing conspiracy theories not from my parents but from older people, and they're saying just stuff like so you think the government's telling us the truth? Like no, I didn't fucking say that. I was like, but why do y'all just assume that everything's a hoax? seriously like like why can't it be that the government's lying to us and it's way worse than what it is which is what i believe because all evidence points to is way worse than what everybody is saying and they don't want to scare us so they can keep their jobs yeah but everybody just jumps to oh you just believe everything that's on the news like y'all motherfuckers got a lot of nerve especially the people that be just saying facebook shit like facebook conspiracy theories that are clearly wrong but my man you ain't doing the knowledge (laughs) (laughs) you ain't doing the research please wake up you think you woke but you not right you still that's what i don't understand about conspiracy theorists too is like they're all about like thinking for yourself but here they are being sheep sheep as fuck (laughs) right he's like so you just believe anything that you hear but i know 
well, why don't you believe this one conspiracy theory from this doctor in California who did a research? Like, motherfucker, are you really betting everything on this this nigga you just heard of that you don't know his name? They literally, conspiracy theorists literally believe the first side to something that just differs from everything else. Right. And it's it's like, it's so mind-blowing to them that they think, I have to share this uh, little bit of knowledge I just found out. I have to shout right. this from the mountaintops. Like, no, nah, keep your little bullshit to yourself. Niggas <laughs> is dying out here, bro. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And it's, then, uh, if you believe one, cons- if you believe one conspiracy theory, you're you're bound to believe like all conspiracy theories, because that's Hell just yeah. how your brain works. And I'm not saying that you're necessarily wrong, but I'm just saying that's that's how it is. Either you believe all of them or you believe none of them. I don't believe any of them. Like, even with the black people dying thing, I don't believe that shit. Yeah, it's... it's Conspiracy theories, it's interesting to see how other people can, you know, come to conclusions, but you have to, you have to be careful and pay attention to actual proven facts. Like, you can't just... You can't go off of a hypothesis... Right, like you cannot and that whole you know black correlation to COVID deaths. Like, I hate that because yes, it is a proven fact that black people are dying at higher rates, but that's not because black people are targeted. That's because black people were already set up to fail, and this is just something that shines a light on that. Right. Period. This is just an example of how and why we have been oppressed. Exactly. For when things like this come by, it's way easier to get rid of us. Right. But nobody is out here like droplet of COVID over here in this black community, droplet <laughs> of COVID over here. Like nobody. Let's put it in the chicken. That's how we'll get <laughs> Right, them Popeye sandwiches. <laughs> oh, oh, we got a new conspiracy theory, <laughs> bro. You had, you didn't see that? That was like one of the first COVID memes. Man, I... they were like, "This ain't this ain't Corona. This is for them Popeye sandwiches finally hitting." <laughs> I was eating last summer. Hey, them second ones were a little different. I ain't feeding into the hype, but them second round were not hitting the same as that first round. So, you know, maybe it is I true. I had one Popeye sandwich and it wasn't hitting the way y'all said it was. Did you maybe have the, I went at the wrong time. Did you have the spicy um, one? I did. Yeah, you went at the wrong time, man. Because I had about four <laughs> of them, but them niggas is hitting. They ain't hitting the same now as the first one. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't. It was better than Chick-fil-A. Fresh. It wasn't fresh. Oh, yeah. You got to get that shit fresh. It's better than Chick-fil-A, hands down to me, though. Super Chicks is killing it, though. Super Chicks got... But you know what I'm saying? Wendy's got a good spicy chicken sandwich also. Wendy's breakfast is good as fuck. I had that shit today. Oh, I forgot they have breakfast now. Bro. Mm, They got a chicken biscuit. I think they did. I've just See, been getting if you, got a, if you got a chicken biscuit on your breakfast menu, I'm fucking with it. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking with that. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I think they have a chicken biscuit. I'm not for sure. I've only had the, like the cro sandwiches. Like I had the sausage Swiss cr uh, sandwich. That thing was hit. They had some spice on it too. Mm, that thing was raw. Mm. I haven't, haven't seen too many people pair a uh, Swiss with sausage, but that does sound it's, really it's, good. It's, yeah, it's very good. Bro, we got to go on so many food dates when this shit's over. Like, I had mega. Already. <laughs> we going to book everything. <laughs> like, nigga, we hit the town. <laughs> One place per day. Yep. The suburban challenge. We going to get food from every local place. <laughs> Like, but none of, like this is why the reason why this is frustrating too is just like because we literally will not allow ourselves to get a hold of this like i'm tired of people saying like we got to do this so we can get over this faster but we aren't doing what we need to do to get a hold of shit no. like open honestly and truly these restaurants are not essential hospitals grocery stores gas stations really that's all we need yeah. if you can get to the grocery store you don't have to go to a restaurant to get your food exactly. these these restaurants are that's, that's frivolous that's unnecessary i uh, i am not essential um, that's why like it's it's been so uh i was just saying it's just it just hasn't really felt like a true lockdown because when i do leave the house it's like <laughs> y'all niggas is out here <laughs> right y'all niggas is all on the road out here i like yeah i'm not essential and then plus man I, it's shit i'll tell i tell you off air cause i don't even feel like editing this shit <laughs> But it's some bullshit out here. And then like, motherfuckers acted like they were authorized, that they were essential. No, the fuck they weren't. They just weren't on the list. Governor Ivy, Ivy didn't say that they were essential. Niggas just came up with that bullshit and thought they could ride with it because wasn't nobody going to check them. That's what's going to fuck us up. Yeah, and then another thing I hate too was like how they were trying to, you know basically put us on a curfew like everybody needs to be in the house by five but how can you really do that when you have so many essential workers that are going to be out way past then it's just like there was no everything that was set in place to actually like with some structure and boundary just was still so loosely done <laughs> yeah now i will say as somebody that had to work after those hours, it wouldn't be nobody on the road about six or seven. And when I drove home or and I, and I stopped at a gas station or something, it would only be people that worked at like fast food or stuff. Traffic definitely slowed down, but at the same time, you still can't control who's out in the back. Right. On all hours of the night, unless you plan and on every single car and asking a series of questions but even then now putting yourself at risk you know what i'm saying right 
having to be all up in somebody's face asking them questions. <laughs> like, right. Nigga, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> nigga, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right. And then anybody can lie and be like, oh, I'm coming from work or oh, I'm leaving. It's, it's just dumb. I'm leaving my loved one's house. I'm heading home. Like, okay, bye. Right. It's all bullshit. That's not the part of it. Like, I'm just looking at all this shit. It's just bullshit. All these niggas is full of shit. And I just don't. What little faith I had in government and people's common sense is so gone now. And I feel like I was naive this whole time thinking when people start dying, they'll they'll change. Not the fuck they won't. They won't change until Alabama football is canceled. <laughs> when when you're talking to somebody who thinks that that you're smarter than them, they just throw shit at the wall thinking that they're gonna throw you off, and you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then when you let them know that that was stupid without being like, "You dumb motherfucker," they shut the fuck up. It's like, what were you planning on? Like, were you just trying to throw me off, my man? Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Right. Where were you going with that? Right. Like, don't, I'm not for wasting words. Like, be purposeful in your words. Have a point. Don't just say some random shit just because you want to talk to the person you think is smart. And you want me to, I guess, think that I'm that you're smart or something? I'm not for granting people's approval like that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I guess I did sound like a dick. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. We, we still got to talk what about... What else? We still got to talk about... Yo. What were you going to say? I was going to say... We had to talk about uh, Tabitha Brown, but yeah, we could talk about insecure too. Which one you want to do first? Insecure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, um, Molly and uh, Issa are really bad off, and. It's Molly's fault. It is. But it's also weird seeing from Molly's standpoint, Molly still kind of wants Issa to be there. But she has too much pride to just tell her that. Yeah, but Molly, it's not even just pride, but Molly doesn't realize that she don't really be there for Issa. Like, Issa called her, and the first thing she did when she answered the phone was started ranting about her week at work. And Issa was like, okay, but I called you so that I could talk. Right. It's just like, how can you really expect for somebody to be here for you when you really don't even really here for them and it's the same with uh her relationship with andrew she wants him when she wants him and then when he wants her she wants to put her walls up or say i got all this going on right. like that's not how i think 
I think Molly has some things that she just hasn't addressed and she she keeps getting in her own way. Like there's something that she's hiding, I think, or about herself. And that's the reason why she won't like fully allow for anybody to really like get close to her or, or go far with anybody. Yeah. I I agree. It I do like the fact that they were able to show both Molly's fuck ups in her romantic life and her friendship on the same parallel and not uh differentiate from that. Like that no, these this is how I deal with relationships in general. Like that's just I'm a dysfunctional relationship person. It's not that I treat my friends like this and I don't treat my partner like this. No, I treat all my stuff like this. Yeah. The only uh, priority or the only thing that she gives the proper attention, and I don't even know if it's proper because it's kind of excessive, is work. Yeah. And which also goes to not having a healthy balance also. Like you make time for work. You make time for all this other stuff, but you don't make time for your friends or your partner. And then you just expect them to be okay with that. And that's not how, that's not how a healthy work balance, work personal balance goes. And then plus it's just, it's just like, this season I can relate to more than any of the other seasons just because I've been in a friendship breaking up and that shit is painful in a way like a relationship or just yeah. or just when you're not on the same way as somebody you're close to and you just want like are we okay but usually I could I have enough uh uh that's always on the front of my brain, so I will be like, are we cool? Or I try to be, at least. I mean, I'm just I'm just confrontational ass straight up, if I feel... <laughs> <laughs> What's really if good, nigga? Like, I'm, gonna say... <laughs> I'm gonna say something. If you see something, say something. I'm gonna say something. Right, so what's really hood, nigga? <laughs> Like it's just, I just don't like that passive aggressive friendship. And if it gets to the point to where I can't joke with you, and you getting in your feelings, all right, we really gotta see what's up. Like, cause they were saying yeah. shit, and they were escalating quick. Yeah, literally. Like I didn't like how Molly kept doing that mm-hmm thing when Issa was like, "I have to go." Yeah, she was looking at the window, watching Lawrence leave too. Don't be sitting here being cool, but not at the same time. Like, which one? Right, especially like, bitch, you were in. Like, what used to say last episode before that? Be like, bitch, you were just in a throuple with two people, (laughs) with a married, with a married man, right. Like, let's not act like her. She was dated Lawrence for what five years. 
that's I mean. That's somebody. That's a major part of her life. Of course, she can have a, a, a conversation with them, and it's not automatically we're gonna go fuck or something, right? Or awkward, or you know, what I'm saying standoffish. I I did also like how they showed that they were uh when somebody would say something, be like, "Y'all seem off." Be like, "Did Issa tell you that, or did Molly tell you that?" Because that's right. really how that shit be. You be like. <laughs> Yo, is this bitch talking about me? <laughs> right. Or have you noticed that she acting funny? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been in those situations. <laughs> Definitely. What he say? <laughs> but this season Bro, is... wearing glasses is so odd now. Why? Just that weird adjustment period from wearing something that sits directly on your eye to wearing something that's in front of your eye. Yeah. Like I'm having that having that fishbowl effect. I'm scared I'm gonna have to get glasses once I get my eyes shut. Just cause I'm squinting like a motherfucker all the time. I already don't have eyes. So <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> I was trying to ride it out, but my contacts couldn't hang on any longer. But you still good. You don't. You don't look crazy. But thanks, I, thanks for the uh, reinforcement because I needed that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we all got shit we uncomfortable about ourselves. I mean, I'm not. I'm not like. It's not how it was. Um. It's just been a while. Yeah. And I'm sure you also had you got to the point like with contacts where you was like, I ain't never gonna need these motherfuckers anymore. <laughs> Fuck glasses. It's like Boom. that. That's it. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. You can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.